This is the Everyday Christian Podcast, coming to you from the Beacon Church of Christ in West Monroe, Louisiana. Here's your host, Chase Green. Welcome, and I want to thank you for joining me for Season 1, Episode 2 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. As I mentioned last time, we're going to talk about postmodernism today, specifically postmodernism and what exactly that is and comparing that with what we read about in the Bible and authority of the Scriptures. Now, postmodernism, you might ask, that's a strange word. What does that mean? Well, postmodernism is a very serious problem, and it's a very serious, flawed thought process of society today. All the things that society is pushing today that are against Christianity, I'm talking about all the sexual perversions, um, the ungodliness, the, the complete lack of respect for authority, whether that be teachers or law enforcement or what have you, all the problems that we are seeing in society today that are against Christianity, they all stem from a postmodernistic mindset. Well, let me give you a definition of postmodernism. Britannica.com says that postmodernism is a late 20th century movement characterized by broad, and notice this, skepticism, subjectivism, rather than objectivism. In other words, well, the truth is subjective, it's whatever you want it to be, versus objective truth, or relativism, a similar thought there. A general suspicion of reason and an acute sensitivity to the role of ideology in asserting and maintaining political and economic power. Now, that's a highly philosophical definition, which I don't want to get into too highly of a philosophical discussion. I don't want to overcomplicate our discussion of this. So let me just simplify this definition of postmodernism. Essentially, this philosophy is the mindset that we can't really know anything. Now, the definition mentioned politics and economics, and it would certainly include that, but I would also add religion. And most importantly, it says that we can't really know anything regarding religion or moral truth, morality. And that is simply not the case. Furthermore, there is this idea in postmodernism that there's no objective truth. Again, we talk about subjectivism, and that says that there's no objective truth. So in other words, truth is in the eye of the beholder. Well, because we can't really know anything, according to these theories, and there's no objective truth, everything's relative, then we get statements like this. How dare you try to tell me how to live my life? Have you ever heard that? Or how dare you tell me that such and such is a sin? Again, that's postmodernism. How dare you judge me? How dare you try to convince me who to vote for and tell me that that morality is important in voting? How dare you try to convert me? We hear things like this all the time, and it's interesting that it's becoming more and more taboo, it seems, to even speak about morality and religion. And then, finally, we hear this sometimes, you do you and I'll do me. In other words, everything's fine, we'll just We'll just go our separate ways. You do your thing, I'll do my thing, and we can both be okay. 
Well, that's what postmodernism is teaching, but that's not what the Bible teaches. Let me say this. If that is biblical, if that was okay, if postmodernism were true, well, then there would be no point in this podcast. I'm trying to convince you of biblical truths in this podcast. But if that were true, if postmodernism were true, well, then what would be the point? There would not be any point in it. In fact, there'd be no point in me being a preacher, and there would be no point in evangelism, and so on and so forth. Now, of course, those of us who are Christians, we understand that being a preacher, being an evangelist is extremely important. But postmodernism would say no. Well, I want you to think about three things as we talk about postmodernism versus the Bible. And the first thing that we want to think about is the nature of truth. Is it okay to ask what is truth? Not only is it okay, but that is an extremely important thing that we need to be asking. You know, Pontius Pilate actually asked that question in John 18, verse 38. Now, I'm not sure what his motives were when he asked that. It seems to be that perhaps he did not have the best of motives, but it was still a good question. What is truth? That is a very good question, and we need to be asking it. And I want you to think about this. Can we answer that question with the Bible? And the answer is yes, we can. In John 17, verse 17, Jesus said this, Sanctify them through thy truth. And then he says, thy word is truth. Simply put, God's word is truth. And we can be sanctified, set apart for God's holy purposes through the truth in his word. In John 8, verse 32, we find Jesus saying this, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth that is able to set us free, the gospel, is contained in God's word, and the Bible says that we can know it. What does that say about postmodernism? Well, you can't really know right or wrong. Well, that's not what the Bible teaches. In Second Peter 1, verse 3, I love this passage. It tells us that according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. The Bible and divine power, God, by inspiring the Bible, has given unto us everything that we need in order to live a godly life, to have knowledge and, and be faithful to God. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 through 17, we read, Paul speaking to Timothy here, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And if you look at the Greek there, it's talking about it's breathed out by God. In other words, it came directly from God to the inspired authors of the Bible to us. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? For doctrine, for teaching, for reproof, that is, convicting man of sin and showing him that he needs a savior for correction. And that's the idea of, well, someone has been saved, but they've went back into sin and you need to correct them. You need to bring them back again. 
and for instruction in righteousness. Again, living a godly life. That the man of God may be perfect. You look at the Greek there, it's talking about being complete. Truly furnished unto all good works. And then finally, 2 Timothy 2, verse 15. I certainly want to encourage you to keep this passage in mind when when you're um, listening to this podcast. Study to show thyself approved unto God. Isn't that interesting? Studying God's word leads us to what? To being approved of God. Why? Because if we study God's word, then we will know what he desires for us in our lives. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so we want to certainly not be ashamed before God. We want to be approved by God, and that takes work. Uh, The American Standard says, be diligent to do so. And so we need to be diligent students of God's word. Well, that's the nature of truth. The word of God is truth. The truth can make us free, and it's been given by divine power, by inspiration. We can know it. It can make us wise unto salvation, and we need to study it to make sure that we're approved by God. I want us now to notice that we are going to be judged by the truth. Now, again, postmodernism says there's no truth in regards to morality, you can believe what you want to believe. But that's not what the Bible teaches. We will be judged according to the truth. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. That's a sad fact of life. If we are living, then one day, if the Lord does not return beforehand, we are going to die. And in the way we live our life, the time that we have been given, we need to make sure that we're living it right. But notice this, but after that, the judgment, the way that we're living our lives now is going to determine where we are on the day of judgment. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. John 12, verse 48 tells us the standard by which we will be judged. He that rejecteth me, Jesus speaking here, and receiveth not my words, hath one that judgeth him, the word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Again, we've got to study God's word so that we can be approved of God. The word is truth. The truth sets us free. And this verse, John 12, 48, says that we're going to be judged by his word. James chapter 2, verse 12 says, So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. The law of liberty, the law of Christ, Galatians 6, verse 2. We're going to be judged by it. And so we need to make sure that we are living in accordance with the law of Christ, the law of liberty. James 1 verse 21, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, so you need to repent of these things, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. The word is able to save us. Why? Because it's the truth regarding religion. Romans 1 verse 16, Paul is speaking here and he says, 
For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We can understand the nature of truth. We should understand that we're going to be judged according to the truth. Hebrews 4, verses 12 and 13 says, For the word of God is quick, it's living, and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. God sees everything. He knows all of our actions, our thoughts, our intentions. And what does this say? His word is going to discern whether or not we have a good and honest heart. And so when we read the word, when we have the word preached unto us, we're either going to do one of two things. We're going to accept it or we're going to reject it. So we can know the nature of truth in God's word. We're going to be judged according to the truth in God's word. God's word is going to determine whether or not we have good and honest hearts. And finally, number three, I want us to ask ourselves, what about judging others? Now, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, probably one of the most well-known passages in the Bible, Matthew 7, verse 1, Jesus does say this, Judge not that ye be not judged. Now, a lot of people that cannot quote very many passages of Scripture at all can quote that verse. But I want to show you the context of this passage. Matthew 7, verses 1 and following in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he says, Judge not that ye be not judged, for, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. Jesus is not saying, don't you ever make a judgment at all. In fact, John 7, verse 24, Jesus says that you're not supposed to judge according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. So we know Jesus is not saying that you never make a judgment at all here. Rather, what he's saying is, you've got to make sure that you're not making hypocritical judgments. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, that is a small speck in your brother's eye, and considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. It's like a plank, a very large piece of wood sticking out of your eye. And this is almost comical, just how how crazy it would be to for someone to have a big old stick sticking out of their eye, and then they want to go find the speck in someone else's eye. Verse number four, Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, the little speck, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. He says very clearly in verse 5, Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then don't worry about the speck. Is that what that says? No. It says, Then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the moat, the, the speck, out of thy brother's eye. Jesus is not at all saying, Hey, don't go try to help your brother be more like Christ. Don't point out some sin in, in your brother's life. Don't judge him. 
That's not what he's saying. He's saying don't be a hypocrite in making a judgment. First, cast out, cast off your own sin. Then you go help your brother with his sin. That's what that text is, is teaching. And again, John 7, 24, judge not according to the appearance. You need to make sure you know all the facts. You need to understand the situation. And then you can judge righteous judgment. Friends, we have to make sure that we call a spade a spade. In other words, we need to call sin, sin. If this were the case that, that we could never as Christians make any judgments about other people whatsoever, then you know what that means? That would mean that I can't be a preacher. I cannot use God's word to call out sin if I'm never to make a judgment at all. That's not what God's word is teaching here. In Matthew 7 Verses 1 and following is not teaching that I can't call out sin when I see it. It is saying, though, that if I've got the same sin in my life, then I need to make sure I get it out of my life, and then I can see clearly to go help others get it out of their lives as well. Well, James chapter 2, verse 12, we've already mentioned, says, So speak ye, and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. Again, we are going to be judged on the last day, the day of judgment. Jesus is going to tell us one of two things. He's going to either tell us, well done, thou good and faithful servant, which we all want to hear, or he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. That's going to be the reality one day for all of us. And we need to make sure that we're living our lives in accordance with his word so that, that he will have judged us righteous on the day of judgment. John 12, verse 48, again, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Question, as you're listening to this podcast and you think about what we started with, the idea of postmodernism, have you ever heard people say, you do you, I'll do me, we'll all just get along, uh, tolerance, and don't worry about all these agendas that are coming into our nation and these sexual perversions and lack of respect for authority and, and sinfulness and evil communications. I'm talking about uh, horrible, foul language that we see all over the place now. And on and on and on we could go talking about various things that are obviously sinful based on what we read in God's Word. Do you ever see people make excuses for those things and say, don't worry about it, do not judge me, just leave me alone and everything's going to be okay. God still loves me. If you see people believing that, you need to tell them their mindset is a postmodernistic mindset, and it is not a biblical mindset at all. Well, I appreciate you for joining me for episode two of this podcast. I really hope that you're enjoying the podcast. I really enjoy putting this podcast together, and if you would, please help me out. You can like this podcast on the Everyday Christian Facebook page. You can share this with your friends. You can send it to them in, in the messenger or share it on your wall, and you can follow our podcast as well. I'm certainly appreciative for you, the listener, and, and I'll pray for you that you will hold fast to the truth. I want to briefly talk about next episode, 
In the next episode, we're going to be discussing Bible study. We're going to look back at 2 Timothy 2, verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We're going to discuss that in a little bit further detail next time. You've been listening to the Everyday Christian Podcast with Chase Green. As always, remember, God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Stand firm in your resolve to be an everyday Christian.